Drinking with the Jackets fans, we know y'all like looking good. We know y'all love drinking with the Jackets. So, introducing our newest clothing line. That's right. We have Uncle Paul and Wasty the t-shirt built in comfort colors and then storming the court with your two favorite goons on there. So check out our store on our link tree and our Instagram and buy and support Drinking With The Jackets. Welcome back, Drinking with the Jackets fans. If you're tuning in, you know what time it is. Not only is it time for us to get a good pot, it's time for us to ah, another beer. <laughs> Mine's already cracked. Yes. For those of y'all who don't know, it's the Memphis Magi, a.k.a. JP and Wasty Randolph. Chase Randolph, what's up? What's up, JP? We have a – oh, my bad. No, I'm gonna say we're very honored for a special guest this evening. It's a guy yeah. that JP and I know very well, been back from our Georgia Tech days, and uh, actually lived with the man for three years of my life in Charlotte. Welcome, everybody, Daniel Big Lanky D. Hello, hello. I'm very happy you called me Big Lanky D. I was hoping my last name would not be a yeah. part of the podcast. I, I made sure to omit that. Someone- <laughs> Whatever this thing up, um, you know, I know you guys edit things out. Maybe if uh, the stories get off the rails, but uh, I'll 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 say whatever the fuck. (laughs) Yeah, we've had some redactions in the past. (laughs) Yeah, Big Lanky is on. This is this is our third installment of bitching with the boys because Big Lank's a boy, and we're gonna we're gonna break down some hot juicy gossip, and then go through some more hot juicy gossip uh, as we know. Georgia Tech just got a new head football coach, and that's big fucking news. Let's go. And I'll let Wasty Randolph let them know who it is. Well, yeah, if you haven't heard yet, you're living under a rock as a Georgia Tech fan, but it's Brent Key. It's the guy we we didn't know we wanted him until we knew after the UNC game. Yes. I remember, I remember uh, Daniel texted me, and he reminded me of this yesterday. Early on, when I threw we threw you under the bus. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, we we, <laughs> we made the decision to fire Jeff Collins, and we we're all happy. And he's like, "Do you think that it's a possibility that we could hire Brent Key?" And I was like, "No, no chance." And I, I, I you know, was that pre pit? Uh, fuck, it was it was uh, September 26th. So yeah, so was that, that was that was that was pre pit. Oh my gosh. I'm not the Memphis Magi. Big yeah, so Lanky was... D's the prophet over here, dude. <laughs> it was two or three days before that pit game. And uh, I don't know, man. I I liked just knowing he was O-line coach from Saban at Alabama. He had done recruiting before at UCF. Um, and I, I just knew he had really high, like, marks. And then to me, like, being a Georgia Tech alumnus is awesome. It was, was Collins an alumnus? 
No, he was from he was from uh, Conyers or something like that. I, but like he grew up a tech fan, so uh, not to shit on you know just walking tech fans at all. You know, love them, but he wasn't a real tech man. Yeah, I I just never bought into him the whole time. I mean, I I remember the mass wave of like the Waffle House cups, the fucking memes, the four hundred four, and I was just like, okay, this is good. The recruits look good. Jameer Gibbs, four stars, baby. We're we're coming back, and then no oh, man, don't bring up Jameer. That hurts. It does. <laughs> yeah, every time I watch a Bama game, I like shit in my pants a little bit just knowing that we had him. What what what, what do you think our record is this year with him? I think seven and five. No. Uh, well, no. It, give me a second. I think it's seven and five. If also. Before the UCF game, we let Collins go. I don't know. I don't think that. I mean, even when we had him, we weren't winning. I, I mean, everybody knew what that we're was doing. under a different offense, though, too, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I mean, he's a great player, but I just don't think that we had the the mastermind around him to to make it work. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Well, that big announcement came we'll, we'll recap for the audience you know some of y'all may not be tuned in um but that that big announcement came after our uga game um we know that we whooped the tar out of the tar heels which is great uh that's the last pod but we had the georgia game ahead of that you know me and chase gave our um negative uh, opinions on what would happen uh but you know for you two i know both y'all watched the game Part of the reason Print Key got the job was it wasn't a bloodbath. The first half, in fact, most of it we were winning. And I don't know if Georgia you were... fans were nervous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had Georgia fans texting me like, "What the hell's going on?" I'm like, you know, back of my head, I'm thinking, "There's no way we can keep this up." The way that the first half ended, it was it yeah. was uh, slowly slipping from us. But yeah. yeah, I mean, covered the spread. Um, it it was much better than expected. Yeah. First drive, um, you know, we come down. Zach Gibson did what he did in the UNC game. He played between the twenties and then they I let you call him sack. It is sack. But okay. we're trying to be nicer. He he played way better. <laughs> He's been listening to the pod. I love you. I love you, Zach. Yeah, yeah. We did have well, I'll talk about it later. Anyway. Uh <laughs> yeah. Sack took took care of business between the twenties and then we brought in Tyson Puma Cha. And Puma Chad right into the end zone. Uh, and then the D held up like they did most of the year. And, and, you know, the big thing I think for me was offensively, which is you can't put it all. Well, I'd say that as expected, the offense wasn't able to move it consistently throughout the third and second quarters. And that wore the defense. Drop down. passes, man. Yeah. We had some special, special ed team failures there with the uh, botched punt. Milady, uh, big lanky's a, a lot of an OG lad. Oh, from, good old Ireland from our <laughs> Ireland trip. But our new lad, David Shanna, shit can't punt the ball for shit. No, I, I hope he hits the portal. <laughs> yeah, Jeffy somehow didn't he visit his, his ass over there in Ireland? Yeah, he went over there, special visit just to see him. Oh my gosh, I hope Jeffrey shoved as many pints in his face as I did on my trip because he he definitely corn wrangled to that one. That's some shit. 
What? So our, our backup kickers transferring? Sad, uh, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Jude Kelly. Hey Jude. Don't that was one of Key's best ass. moves. Right as he oh, yeah. got in, was putting a fucking kicker who could put it through the sticks, like right right away. It was like this is a clear improvement. Collins, what yes. the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I, I guess he had like. You know, as we digress from the Georgia game, y'all know how it ended. Yeah, 14, we scored one more time. Um, yeah, Collins definitely played favorites, it seemed, instead of his what he preached, which was competition was king. It was more like who it was more like uh I don't know, who sucked up to to Collins the most got to play. Yeah, and then yeah, like you said, Gavin Stewart comes in and just starts making field goals and it's like Gavin Stewart, where, brother. Where, where's this of, been all along? Brother of Georgia Tech legend Brad Stewart. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was I didn't. A, I didn't know that either. Receiver, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a pretty good receiver. He beat Georgia. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. I looked up yeah. the uh, <laughs> the all time record uh, for Georgia Georgia Tech the other day and was like, "Damn, we're we're in a drought, man. It's been yeah. a long drought." It's 2016. Oh well, well. I mean, we, we ended that game, and, uh, you know, as the story's told, uh, we come rolling out of that weekend. We see other people fall. Um, some big losses uh, included. Clemson, that was great. Um, that was huge. Watching OSU is pretty tasty, losing. Um, but as we got out of these uh, ri- rivalry games, um, the head coaching, start, head coaching search began with old Jay Batman. Uh, the Batman went on on his spring, and uh, Chase, I don't know, uh, can you give us like a synopsis or, or DMAC hop in, you know, of, of all the possible candidates that the Batman shifted through? I, but before we do that, I, I don't have my my wits about beyond Bat outside of knowing he came from Bama being like the 82, 82 over there. So if y'all could y'all have like the elevator pitch on what you think of Bat so far? Before we get into those coaches that he was mm. looking at, mm. it seems like I mean you know not much to say. Yeah, we don't really know much about him either, because no. uh, it seems like most of his work was behind the scenes at Bama, and he was primarily just there to raise yeah. money, which at Bama I... is pretty freaking easy. <laughs> I'll I'll say I do like his his matching, um. I guess athletic fund that he started, right? Like where Georgia Tech will match whatever donations you'll have. So um, I think he's stepping in the right direction. It's almost like uh, I hate to say it. This sounds so douchey. We almost need like an IPTE type program. I pay ten a year for you, Clemson assholes. Uh, we need like a, a small, like just athletic fund, like where you you at the end of like you're buying season tickets or buying a game. You just like donate round off. I donate five extra bucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that like that helps fund our NIL or some crap like that. Yeah, Batman. I know you listen to this. Put that on there, baby. <laughs> yeah, but about I mean, like about Bat, I think he's gonna have some growing pains with the job. He doesn't really know at this point all it's gonna take to be an AD. I think this search was a good experience for him because ultimately he ended up just doing what everybody wanted him to do, and I don't. It was think a low he, risk, low, yeah, low risk take. I don't think he can really go wrong with picking key, but at the same time, he learned 
what he should and shouldn't do for a real coaching search. And I think that's going to help him in the future, whether that's with us or with somebody else. Um, but cause I know some stuff seemed to get out in the media. Uh, at, at first we thought it was just like the Jamie Chadwell from coastal. We thought he was in the mix. Right. And then he, his name kind of disappeared and it was, all of a sudden, Willie Fritz comes into the mix from oh, Tulane. Oh, Willie oh, Fritz. Kenny, Kenny Segura. And Kenny Segura. the funny I thing is, I was not happy. Yeah. The funny thing is, I called out, like, I, I think I had, Willie, Willie Fritz is coached, like, at George Southern, so he knew knows, like, the state. And, like, not a crazy great record, but then I kept, like, during the season, I'm like, oh, Tulane's pretty good. And Kelly had dropped some, like, early on. Well, Kelly Quinlan, for you folks that don't listen to Rivals, he had, like, dropped some, like, Easter eggs early, very early in the season. And I kept bugging them about I'm like, you know, maybe Willie Shit's the guy. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. And, you know, they ended the season 10-2. and two, And next thing you know, you know, he's rumored uh, to be a finalist, too. Um, and then that's when the <laughs> – my good old buddy Ken – who has yet to figure out how to block me on well, Twitter. That guy's an idiot. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to the pod. How is he still working for the I want to tag his ass. Jesus. So Where's the journalistic integrity? I mean, maybe he had the story. and it, Well, that's the whole thing, right? Like, apparently, it was kind of a done deal. And yeah. then he, he wants to go to the bowl game. Yeah. Go, Speaking go. of done deals, I hope you done dealt your beer because we're on beer number two All for right. another one. Another one. Number two All for right, another let's one. Take a big, big, big old chug. Chug a lug. Oh, for the audience, Ch- Champ, aka Big Lanky, is drinking a, a ranch water. Yeah, I used to be a, a hard hater on the hard seltzers. And then, you know, I think it might have been Herman Riles at a fucking fantasy draft finally got me on a white claw. I was still screaming at him about how much I fucking hate <laughs> seltzers. And, you know, at some point, you have enough of them. <laughs> yeah, you turn. I'm drinking a Siren Blonde Ale, and Wasty's drinking a toddy because his voice is screwed right now. I've been coughing all day, not feeling great. (laughs) I just, like, the the black lung. The fucking Willie Fritz thing, man. He's, like, what, 62. He's at these, like, smaller schools, has had some success. But we we went through a... Four years of rebuild with Collins, where we never built anything at all. We have we we we've got a little bit of foundation started now, and like right. So to me, keeping key in that spot, keeping the organizational consistency. Like you saw that fucking Twitter video that was tweeted when they announced. It's like all the players just went crazy. It was like a heartfelt moment for me, yeah. um, watching that. So. I don't know if we brought in Fritz to me, it's like, okay, let's just kick the can a couple more years. We're like, I think we can get into a fucking bowl next year. Exactly. Yeah. It really reminded me of uh, Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame last year. He was the defensive coach and he got the job and people, you know, his whole team went nuts for him. And you know, they, I hate to say it, they started an Asian quarterback this year and he let me down and uh, it caused two, Two losses at the beginning, but like Notre Dame's a decent team. They, yeah. they rallied around him. Um, and they, I, I mean, I those... think with, with Brian Kelly, they what had like one, one loss a year, usually one or two. Yeah. So, so their, it's, margin, it's... their margin for error is greater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think you know, coming back to 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 the coaching search too. Like, so we talked about Chadwell. You know, big thing with him was 
Um, he wanted his whole staff to come and, and, um, you know, there's some players or not players, but you know, uh, staff currently that would help keep a lot of folks in place and then a really rec- good recruiting assets. Like let's say Kenyatta Watson, right. But Chad wanted his like goon crew of, of noobs to, to come in. That was a big hang up apparently. And then Willie Schitz, uh, he wanted to coach in the championship. I think bat kind of wanted him to start now, you know, get ahead of, uh, the portal, um, signing day, everything like that. Uh, and then he also wanted to coach in a bowl game. That's just a, a no bueno. And then I think the two last big developments were uh, Bill Clark, who if y'all um, helped revitalize a dead, legitimately dead UAB program back to life, turn into a winning program, you know, going to uh, – was that fun belt championships and then some bowl games. And then uh, the last one is our good friend, Bill O'Brien, who apparently did interview. So that's, that's kind of spicy. Yeah. He wanted too much money and I'm not disappointed. We didn't hire him. I think we made the right call with key. Bill Clark would have been interesting. Yeah. I think think, he he turned into my second choice. Everybody was just wondering why, if we were going to interview him, that we waited till after the Georgia game because he's unemployed right now. So yeah, could have hired, interviewed him anytime. But yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not convinced that that Willie Fritz thing wasn't a ploy by somebody just to see the the fan reaction because it was bad. And I don't, oh, it was I don't, awful. <laughs> like I don't. There were very few people that were supporting this, and I, I would say. The camp was 45% key, 35% Chadwell, and maybe the rest percent Bill Clark when they found out about him. Yeah, then some people. Zero like, percent. Dion. What about Dion? Yeah, Dion. Your oh, brother Dion. was sending all those damn Dion memes in the, the group chat for so long, and I, I was like, what the fuck is this about? And then I, <laughs> I, I finally figured out, oh, we think he might could be a head coach here, but I, I, I don't know about that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like he's going to take the Colorado bait. So, um, I mean, we'll go like a, you know, think about it. Um, if you had, let's say, an extra $5 million in the same pool of candidates, maybe maybe a few more. Like, I think I was looking and hoping and praying that maybe we'd go after the Gus bus, which would have been a spicy pickup, but you know, apparently we didn't. I think his contract was only two million, but you get within like that certain range. I think a lot more options become open to you, uh, but unfortunately, the uh, we have to be real about where our finances are because we're paying Heffery what like twelve million. Oh God, yeah, he that's an entire. That's another thing. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. I mean, keeping key, we can get, give him a favorable deal. They haven't announced the deal yet, but it's five years is all we know. But if we we're to Apparently, hire, it's someone, a lot of incentives. Yeah, if we we're gonna hire like Chadwell or Fritz, we're gonna have to pay their buyout. So that's a, like we can't afford that. Hell no. Yeah, you we think broke. five years is a little uh, long. I think it depends on what his buyout is, what it is per year, because like the staffing portion, if he's blowing like you know eighty percent of his budget on staffing versus him, like unlike Jeffrey, um, you know. Staffing come and go. We don't owe them shit for a buyout, whatever, you know. Uh, so I think it's okay. I think it's it shows that we're invested enough in the long term that recruits aren't going to go, oh, crap, you know, is he going to be here after year three, right? Like, they, 
they hate they think you know yeah um, this guy could be here the entire time i'm here which is a win right um so as long as it's incentive based like you know i think paul had a 200k bonus for every acc chip or every time he beat georgia like another 200k incentive for every acc championship i think and if he won it was another 200k like it it was structured like that um yeah you perform and you make your money it makes right. sense yeah yeah and a lot of i think a lot of the other coaches what jay bat was slinging which was this incentive based uh structure you know they wanted the especially willie Schitz. you know he's trying to you know count his roth ira and get the hell out of here and, and i mean bro he's almost on social security <laughs> <laughs> exactly he wanted more guaranteed money and and you know i hate to say it um we got that damn north end zone and then you know we're paying off jeffrey collins so we couldn't you think he'll ever end up with another head coaching gig ah oh, no he could he could coach the little giants it's about the only Free thing he fucking wins Three fucking wins each season. Jeez, what a bum! I remember yeah. uh, just a, a, a slight uh, what what do we call these tangents? Uh, Chase calling him. I was at my buddy uh, Zach's bachelor party in Austin, Texas. It was the home opener for, for Georgia Tech maybe two years ago, year and a half ish. Northern now. Illinois. Oh, Northern baby. Illinois. Oh, that's a staple Chase. on the pod. Jason Page in the in the stands, and there was a lot of anger. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think he got in trouble. We got in big trouble, huge yeah. trouble. We finished a, a fifth of whiskey after that. It was rough. <laughs> yeah, actually, she yeah she wasn't in the stands. She she met me after the game. And she yeah, was she, not impressed. She she was <laughs> upset that Clemson lost to Georgia. I wasn't having it. And yeah, it was bad bad times. I behaved like an animal. But that was when I knew. That was when I knew that Jeffy wasn't the guy. And yeah. it, it hit me like a ton of bricks because I wasn't ready for that at that moment. Dude, yeah, I was I hate to say it, year one, I was bought in. I was I was drinking that Kool-Aid. I didn't drink mm. it. It's good, man. I'm glad you didn't. But yeah. like to me, this the seat I, I was done with him, I guess, last year. But to it was the old miss loss this year, 42 0. I was just like and then we didn't fire him. I know. That's I think that's a big regret is that the UCF game was actually close. I think yeah. that's a winnable game if you don't like get rid of his ass. Yeah, we could have won that game. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we didn't. Um speaking of, you know, that game and some other games, uh there's some rumors going around. Uh-oh. You know, with all this like you know, hiring and everything. So in the background is come kind of leaking out. Uh, Joe Ham, I think it's been confirmed, has claimed that Chris Wanky, the wanker, has actually called the last two games. So that's Georgia and North Carolina. And if you think about it, that's coaching um, with two, our third and fourth string quarterbacks, right? Actually putting an offensive plan to beat a top 25 team and then throw punches with, you know, Georgia for, you know, three quarters. And uh, that kind of transcended. And today uh, we had to say so long to Chip Long. Bye-bye. Uh, Bye-bye, motherfucker. <laughs> who's been a huge disappointment as an offensive coordinator. I think. Yep. We also dismissed Dale Alexander, wide receivers coach. 
and Lou Carella, the strength and conditioning <laughs> coach. Which, I've seen him on Twitter. He he's definitely out yeah, there on, on he's, the, the Twitter sphere. He's he's just like Jeffy. He's on the Twitter. It's pretty jacked. That would he, make yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, right? he seems he seems like a nice guy. Um, nice just, guys don't win championships, Chase. Yeah, it just seems like we, <laughs> from what everybody says, and I agree with it. We we've got a bunch of guys that like look like Globo Gym guys. Yes, like they they look jacked on top Fucking and Gold's Gym. <laughs> yeah, they're just they're just flexing. But when it comes down to it, it's like well, we need some we need some big boys that are pushing people around. Yeah, and yeah. the rumor was like very little or not very little, but less than adequate lower body strength. And then some of the position players put on too much weight and kind of got slow. I mean, but fucking Sims came in like an absolute unit. What one of these years? It could have been last year. It could have been this year. But I mean, oh, this I remember yoked. it was it was this year. And there was a there was a fucking old. Uh, it might have been the guy you were talking about, yeah. but an old NFL quarterback on Twitter was saying this guy has the NFL specimen. He's got the speed, the size, the arm, but like he doesn't have the fucking mind. He is not a quarterback mentality. He should probably be like a tight end or wide receiver. Dude, um, I'll tell you what he should be. He should be left out because he's a weakling mentally. I hope, I hope he goes to another ACC school so we can play him. Yeah. I think yeah, he'll, I, he'll go to a Power 5 school. Yeah. So. I mean, he's got talent. Speaking of talent, I've got talent because we're on beer number three. Oh, boy. Another one. Boy. Oh, that's a crispy one. <laughs> Yeah, but back back to it. Yeah, you're that. I mean, that was part of the problem. Strength and conditioning. Uh, you said Dell Alexander was a wide receivers coach. Um, that kind of brings us into transfer portal stuff too. You know, those are kind of the positions that have been hit a lot. Uh, we talked about El Heffery. Uh, we we at least we alluded to it last episode that he was going to transfer. So some could say. I am the Memphis Magi because you know this week <laughs> he did he did transfer out. We knew it was coming, uh, but there's been some other transfers. We talked about Jude Kelly. Hey Jude, transferring out. So long. Uh, he'll probably yeah. end up at like Valdosta State. Forget him. Yeah. And then Ryan King, who did I he did, catch a pass this year? He caught like a like maybe two or three. Fuck I off. did. <laughs> I, I shared his story uh on the gram and he he peeped at it liked Uh-oh. it at first and then i put a dj Khaled sticker on it and said another one and then i think he realized what that was and then he unliked it so that's pretty funny <laughs> and then uh the one that hurts hurts a lot and i hope coach key's working on it is we, nasty nate nate McCollum. and yeah. i'm not talking about our nasty nate i'm talking about nasty nate McCollum. Yeah, we need him back, man. And I know, I know, Key's gonna try, but it's gonna kill me if he just goes over, pulls the Jameer Gibbs route, and goes to Alabama and just kills it. Yeah, you think, think he's the, that level? You think the rumor is is that he's got SEC cash money? Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's gonna gonna go to Alabama. But no, I think it'd be like a maybe an Ole Miss, Arkansas type route. I yeah. think. Uh, I mean, he's third in the ACC in receptions. I think he's got six tutties. Had had pretty much no one throwing to him. I mean, pretty pretty impressive year yeah. on based on yeah, the quarterback. Yeah, play. he didn't yes. he didn't start getting catches until like 
the UCF and he was injured game. for a, he was also injured for a game too. Like he was out, so that affected his numbers too. Uh, what was that? Uh, Miami, I think. Um, yeah, the guy, the guy balls. The good thing is that we do have uh, a freshman that's shown some promise, you know, in the slot as well, which is Malik Rutherford. Uh, little leak has actually shown, you know, some good promise. So we're not completely screwed if he goes, but it's it, it's a bummer to lose your number one receiver for sure. Malachi Carter's gone, right? Uh, I think he's like a seventh yeah, or twentieth yeah. year senior, so I think he's done. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he used to catch patches passes from Pepper Rogers himself. So, <laughs> Joe Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, he's been on campus for a while, so time time to go. I think, I think sideways the dog was his dog. <laughs> yeah, we just hope now that with Key staying, that we can keep this roster intact. I mean, there's going to be some more transfers out. But, I mean, we're 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 losing some major defensive players too, right? Charlie Thomas is going to go yeah, to the draft. White yeah. is going to go. Is Ace, uh, I think. Ely? Yeah, Ace is gone. We're gonna um, have to we're gonna have to reload in linebackers for sure. Yeah, and Tatum's going to be kind of streaky. I, I will say, apparently, at that announcement that Key was back, or Key he got the job, Nate McCollum was. Not in attendance, so that is frightening. Oh, that's yeah. a rumor. So I got, I got a question off topic, slightly on topic, but uh, just for my awareness and maybe for the audience as well. Those are some important people that are listening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You have players who follow your Instagram. Yeah, uh, Coach Keys liked our Instagram too before. How the yeah. fuck? Yeah, Coach Key liked the the post about when Josh invited him to his wedding. Yeah, oh, big facts. That. Oh, big facts. That. He gave it a heart, dude. That was then, a long uh, time ago. I th- I hate to say this. I think we're going to pony up with Dom. We're going to have to pony up because Dom, we walked by for yellow. I think it was the Miami game. Yeah, last time game. And Dom was wearing one of those cutoff hoodie shirts and just goes, Key, look at it. We're for you, dude. And like he like tried to like stay stoic and then like glanced over and then started laughing immediately. I'm like, <laughs> how funny would it be next year if it was like a whole section of you know, like <laughs> washed up 30 year olds wearing that <laughs> I think you probably laugh. It's gonna sell. Yeah. Who made the shirt? Section one oh two. That's some uh free. One oh three. One oh three. Section one oh three. I Sit in section one oh two. Anyway. That's, that's uh, right. Yeah. Uh, you you might need to post it on the gram. I haven't seen it. I'd, I'd love to get a look at it. Okay. I'll uh, I'll add it to the story and you know what? We'll tag him on this, you know, post for this episode. Yeah. Maybe you're welcome. Like, oh gosh. Yeah, free well, advertising. We we do love key. Yeah. Uh speaking of free advertising, I do wanna say, uh, if you're listening to the pod, uh we'll add another, you know, intro commercial, but uh we have our own merchandise that it's about to drop. Legends of the Flats t-shirts. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Pictures of years truly. Wasty Randolph. We ran the fastest 40 time Bobby Did's ever seen. And then Fat JP jumping on top of Chase after Marcus George's hunt hits a dinger to finish off Boston College. Courtesy of Danny Karnick. <laughs> yeah. Courtesy, uh, yeah, Danny. I guess you can get some proceeds from this. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. That's who designed it. 
<laughs> yeah. No, I designed it. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, did you comfort uh, colors, dude? Comfort colors. You know, it's frat. <laughs> Just like we're back at a at a Kai party. I do miss yeah. some of those rush shirts, man. They were so comfortable. Some of those lasted for years. Oh no, I I think I Fall made some into a blanket or something. <laughs> oh well, we've we've already hit the uh, transfer portal. Uh, I mean, additional rumors. Uh, number one talked about. Chip Long's ass is out of here. We talked about Chris Wanker calling the last two games. Will he be offensive coordinator? I don't know. Maybe. And then Coach Key apparently has already reached out to Demo, the old motivational speaker under Paul Johnson. I have his autograph because he randomly came down to South Georgia when I was working in Vidalia, which is weird. But besides that, he also apparently reached out to Tashad Choice, our old running backs coach, legend, the double deuce himself, and um, apparently, so far, at least on face, he's saying he's not leaving Austin, but we'll see what happens. I'm not sure why he would leave. I mean, he just got there. I, I know he's a yeah. alumnus, great. He's, he's not great, great running back, back but uh, he left, and <laughs> I think what Texas had an okay year. They're they're not, yeah, almost beat Alabama. Is Bijan Robinson graduating? That's his uh, stud running back there. I don't know if he is or not. I'm sure he may go to the pros. I think he's got – I don't know. Yeah, either way, he's, I think he's going to the NFL. So Yeah. I mean, he had a good year again. So, I mean, Tashard's cooking there. Um, yeah, I mean, that pretty much brings us up to date. I mean, the other thing – the last thing I would say is uh, a lot of folks are happy with Brent Key. One of them is – the Alabama head coach, Nicholas Saban, who said this to say, Brent did a great job for us here at Alabama. It was fantastic as the interim coach at Georgia Tech this year. I know he's excited to lead his alma mater. He would do an excellent job as the Yellow Jackets head coach. Brent is a very passionate coach who works tirelessly at his craft. His players love him, and he does a great job putting in situations to be successful. Brent has a wonderful family. We are so very happy for him to have this opportunity at Georgia Tech. Also, by Affleck. I love his press conferences. Like, you know, he's direct. He's honest. He's raw. He's not. He'll fucking take the blame. Something Collins had a real problem with. And so, like, I thought, you know. The, the media was pressing him pretty hard about the whole sim situation and it was a weird situation but he couldn't say shit you know? yeah you and could it, you could tell he wanted to I, you could just, tell he wanted to say fuck that guy he's out of here but, yeah, he, yeah he was just bite, he was biting his tongue and he, he basically told you he was being a wuss without like yes going out and and, and saying it but yeah anyway yeah so he was dressed to play yep yeah, and, it's like, and and we talked about this on the last pod. It was like, okay, if you if you're dressed to play, you should be ready to play. If you're gonna not play, if the backup gets hurt, just sit out and don't put your pads on. Don't even, I mean, sit on the sidelines, wear your sweats. So that's 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 another thing that he probably learned. You know, I mean, there's there's stuff you're gonna learn as a coach. He probably didn't think, and maybe he didn't think it would ever come to what's his name getting hurt, but. It did. So Pyron. And and that's a good thing too, is I think Pyron was like super vocal that he wanted key to. And, you know, I think Jordan Williams, I think the core of the team is behind key. And I think him handling that situation well, and just in general, it's bought in the locker room. 
Yeah, I think you said it, Chase, but it's nice to see a quarterback. I mean, even Zach Gibson had some heart that one time, man. It might have been the Virginia game yeah, where he, he ran and got a first down. He <laughs> went over to the student section with yeah. his chest. I mean, he had a shitty rest of the game, but like you like in, in Pyro. He went 0 for 11, dude. What were you calling on the Pyromaniac or whatever? Oh, yeah, he, dude. He, they, they both show a little bit of what Sims didn't have, which yeah, is yeah. that like <laughs> desire yeah. to get the first down. <laughs> <laughs> he, he probably showed a little bit too much of it because he broke his collarbone. Yeah, we, we need him to. But at the same time, he was he was a true freshman. He's 18 years old. He's just hyped. He's he's in there. You're like yeah. adrenaline's pumping. But I think I think it'll change when he knows he's the guy, and we can't have him putting his body on the line like that. <laughs> I think he'll be a little more conservative. Yeah. The the good thing is also like watching. He played in three games. He played the four state game. Won us the Virginia game, or Virginia Tech game, and then he played the Miami game, and he kept us in all those games or won them, and he was steady. Like Sims was a fucking nutcase, dude. He'd either like pop off against like UNC, where he came off. I think two years ago when he came off the bench, because uh, Jordan Yates had his like one drive, and then they're like, "All right, let's get back to business." Um, and like he would pop off that game, and then the next game he would throw three picks, and he looked. He looked like chunks, you know, after eating all-you-can-eat wings at Hooters. Like, can't can't run, can't pass the line. Chunks, I know you're going to listen to this. I apologize, bro. This is a shout-out to you since you already— Oh, man, I, I remember when uh, Chunks was a pledge, man. He came up to me, and he had the Georgia Tech fucking sports history memorized better than I do. So shout-out to Chunks. You know your shit if you, if you listen to this, but Oh, he listens. He knows. Or— he shit talks Chase on Rivals, which is we were sitting in the fucking chapter room and like he he just had it's like he had the resume of Georgia Tech athletics memorized. I I, I didn't need it at all, but Chunks gave it to me. <laughs> Chunks Chunks is our pyron. He's got too much passion. Passion, baby. <laughs> Chunks, we'll add we'll at you uh, at the release of this pod, bro. <laughs> oh man. Well, what about uh, what about some? Some basketball. That's what I was gonna say, dude. We played. Well, we played Iowa last night. I, I watched a little bit of it. Uh, we just passed on that one. That's all I gotta say about it. <laughs> Chase, I don't know how much you watched or DMac. How much you? I mean, uh, uh, Big Lanky. How much you watched? Big but... Lanky D goes to bed around nine thirty p.m. and wakes up around five thirty. Thanks to having a fucked up brain, just can't sleep in. So uh, I, I caught the first ten minutes, and I I don't know. I I think this team could be good. Uh, I we're we're not consistent. Uh, what's yeah. it, is it? Davon Smith looks yeah. like he has the speed, the spring. He looks like he could be something, but sometimes he shows up, sometimes he doesn't. I, right. I, I like Debo Coleman. Um, I don't fucking Howard transfer from Georgia. I I, I think he was hurt. Yeah, I he don't... he he had like a family issue. He didn't play last night. He didn't even travel. Miles yeah. Kelly, man, he he could be something. That Georgia yeah. State game, he took control and sealed it. Yeah, it's it's. I feel like they haven't played a cohesive game all together as a unit yet. That's the I feeling agree. I get, and that's kind of how Passner's teams do. They take a long time to kind of gel. I think they're going to get better, but I just don't know if it's going to be. I think it might be a good team, but I don't think we're going to do anything crazy. Yeah. It's just, we just don't, 
we've said it before, but we just don't have the big man. And that's like key for this offense is to have a guy that can just be a I threat. thought he was going to transfer. At the, like at the top of the key, needs to be a threat yes. to, to score from the top of the key or, or drive, not just like guarantee you're going to pass it away. And that's what we're doing right now. Gripe, gripe one from JP. I thought like the rumors were we going to like transition away from the Princeton offense a little bit, but we have not. No, we haven't. So who, who, who's the new guy that they've been playing a little bit more? Moore? Is it Jalen Moore? Jalen yeah. Moore. Jalen yeah. Moore. Speaking of Jalen Moore, I, I hope you have more beer because we're drinking another one. Another one. Another one. Oh, Sorry, that was ex- that was excellent transition. Splash. Right <laughs> uh, I I don't know. He he doesn't look too good out there right now. I know he's got kind of the the taller size, but yeah, we we don't have a true center. We don't have a big boy. Our guards are are pretty good. We don't really shoot that well. Um, well we're really streaky. Very streaky. What's the uh, what's that transfer from? Oh shoot, uh, Franklin. Is that the white uh, boy? Lance Terry. Lance Terry. Back it uh, up, Terry. That's who it is. I I know you, we we probably all caught different games. I have not seen him have a good game. <laughs> I, I think he's had one. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw I saw one game, and I think it might have been the very first game. Yeah, it was the very first game. Yes, Clayton State. Clayton State. And he actually was doing really well yeah he but... popped off but hell of an opponent yeah <laughs> he was just so good that i got the confused with oh my bad yeah who did that... you... it was like uh another team in georgia i forget yeah javon franklin though i mean he's six seven forward a little skinny but he's getting boards he's putting points up he has some good games uh-huh. yeah i like him i like him um I just think that he should be like our four, not our five, but yeah, we'll make yeah. do. It's not oh. going to be appointment television. for We the miss Lammers. We miss Moses. I mean, we oh, cannot man. get a Jose. Second. Come back to me, daddy. <laughs> oh, I love, I love Jose. So I still much. got that nuck from you uh, at FedEx forum last season, bro. I haven't washed his hand. <laughs> Yeah, me and I, me and D just track Jose's box scores all the time. Yeah, shout out NBA subreddit Grand Theft Alvarado. He often yes. gets up. But I mean, I love j- dropping into the Pelicans subreddit, and they are the biggest fucking fan. I mean, you know how he was when he was at Tech, and he he stepped over some UNC player once. He would do just that yes. like disrespectful stuff that you would hate to play against him. <laughs> Dude, he was he's he's at stereotypical scrappy New York Georgia Tech point guard that we need, right? Like, what's the glue? One of the first things I heard about him, you know, Chase, he's on all the fucking forums or the the Twitter threads, wherever he finds his sources, they're they're impeccable. And it was a clip of Jose Alvarado doing a off the heezy and a New York gym and then like doing some fucking crazy play. And that was before he got to Tech. (laughs) Yeah. And the funny thing is he didn't, he wasn't highly recruited either. No. Pass found him. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good find from Passner for sure. And yeah, my uh, my work mama, aka, I I really hope, Miss Deb, you do like a lot of our Instagrams. I don't know if you listen to all the pods. I hope to God you don't, because you're like my work mama. She she texted me last night. She's watching the game. She goes, "Yo," because she's a big giant. 
huge. She sits on the uh, half court for the Memphis Tigers. She goes, Josh, love the fight from the Jackets. But Pastor needs to cut his damn hair. He looks like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. a little bit. He's he's got those sideburns going. He, he's wild. Not, he's not afraid to rock it. But I think yeah, I think this year, I think that Jay Bat will give him one more year after this. Yeah, even despite how bad he does. I, and, and I don't think he's gonna. I mean, he's not gonna be last in the ACC because there's some really bad <laughs> ACC teams. Oh my gosh! Yeah, when we were I, Louisville, I was, couldn't score on their own cousins, <laughs> dude, and they're from Kentucky. When I was waiting to watch our game last night, which I watched like 30 minutes of it, but I turn it on, I see Louisville's 0 and 6, about to go 0 and 7. I'm like, yeah, what is going on over there? <laughs> the ACC is the conference of the kiss of death. This is where if you have got a top tier program, if you come in. It gets Damn. shit on immediately. They lost to App State. That was a that was a heartbreaker by one. They lost to Texas Tech, seventy to thirty eight. Sorry. Woo. Woo. I mean, Texas Tech is really good, but that is bad. And who the fuck is Bell Bellarmine? Yeah, that was their never, first yeah, game. Yeah, their first game. I didn't. Know, I've never heard of that. Never story. heard of them. Never heard of them. God, misery loves company. Yeah, but <laughs> they they deserve it. They've they've committed all sorts of NCAA violations and somehow gotten away with it. So they deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Here's yeah, to you, Pat- Slick Rick, Dick, Pastner, pa- Pastner's in year seven. We've got one NCAA berth, one NIT championship visit. Hoorah. I don't know. Like, I, I think Pastner's a good guy. He's I, got I, one I, ACC title, though. He, he kind of came in. And he got some of Brian Gregory's guys early on, but he actually yeah. used to feel like it used. We used to get recruits. Yeah, yeah. He's had a. He's, well, he was actually known as a recruiter, and it. Ha- he's more of an X and O guys now. I this, feel like this. This last freshman class was like top fifteen in the country. Yeah. Now the last class is good. I'm talking about like in between, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. It's it's time to put up with with this class and. Yeah. They can certainly add some pieces in the in the portal, and I think we can be. I just think it's going to be next year because we're still going to have all of our really good guards. But we'll see. Yeah. Well, we're going to transition to the next part, which is Daniel. You're kind of a poet. We all know it. I've seen you rap with Iman Shumpert himself, but you promised to bring something special onto the pod, something juicy, something crazy, something crazy like Josh Pastor's hair, and that is the Ron Bell saga. Can you give us an update oh, on Number one, man. let the audience know about Ron Bell, the whole saga with, you know, George Tech basketball, how it affected Pastor. I mean, give us a little – Yeah, us- yeah, yeah. There's a lot there. I'm going to need uh, Chase to refresh some of my memory on this. But at some point, this was 2017, uh, probably, I guess, tech kicked off in the fall. But he he had a, a Twitter account that was kind of getting some traction. It was like GT's biggest fan, Passner's biggest fan. And like, I don't know. I think me and Chase used to think like, oh, this guy is just such a diehard fan. He's a little wacky, but like, yeah. Yeah. Right? You, you you would see, I think, yeah, the first time we noticed him, he would just reply to every tweet, everything. I would just see him all over the place, and I didn't even follow the guy. And so we just kind of started like 
kind of keeping tabs on him, see what he was doing, looking at all this weird stuff he was saying on Twitter. Yeah, so then it was October 2017. I snuck in his DMs. I, I, I think I just said, uh, I've got it pulled up. I said, hey, man, I don't know you, obviously. I would just be careful about what you say on Twitter. It is accessible to anyone, and you may regret some of the things you share online. And before that, he had started to turn on Pastor. So it was like a switch. He went from GT's big Pastor's biggest fan to just slandering the man just shitting on the program and he responded to the dm um chase i'll, I'll let you fill in a little <laughs> bit more while i look for some interesting Big lanky is there any way that we could get some screenshots of this crap oh fuck yeah i'll, I'll give you all the whole thing <laughs> yeah i mean the guy was crazy oh boy he was he, absolutely crazy he and... said I, I wish i could tell you what has gone on what cjp coach josh pastor is doing behind the scenes but i cannot I honestly do appreciate your message sincerely. Hang in there. Patience. That's all I'm permitted to say at this time. I have the best attorneys involved. That's why I must be silent now. Yeah, silent. So this is before like anything's breaking. This is before all of that news started coming out with the whole scandal. Most and, and, and letting everyone know the whole scandal wasn't he like he like he said that Passner did something with his chick or some old like well, give give everybody the, the scoop on what the accusation was Shit. i can't remember but like was it was at a hotel it, it sounds kind of like the louis ck thing where he like went into a hotel and stroked it in front of her <laughs> right <laughs> yeah right something like that i, and just, so, I don't like, remember i i uh you know i i i'd play the you know i'm kind of good at instigating and egging people on so i i i gave him the prayer emoji hands completely understand you are doing god's work i can't wait and i will do my best to be patient and, you know he'd say thanks for thanksgiving and i'd hit him up hey hadn't heard anything in a while and yeah <laughs> i think people started to shit on him on twitter and i came to his side I'm, you know playing the sides i said this haters are coming after you quite hard for spilling the beans I haven't yeah. spilled any beans. What? And to happened? clarify, hold on, I'm, I'm looking it up and just to double check. Yeah, Passner, he accused Passner of sexually assaulting his girlfriend for Pinley uh, more than a dozen times. Not once, not twice, but a dozen times. So yeah, there you go. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> oh no, I mean, I, I'm just trying to. So we we started chatting in October. November came, and he he was talking about a big announcement. And me and Chase were like, what the fuck is this guy going to drop on our program? And <laughs> I said, w w when and how is the announcement going to come? And he said, it's going to come on ESPN radio and the newspaper. And I think, did he go on like Dan Walken? He went on oh, yeah. one of these college basketball guys who are kind of, you know, beat reporters and did an interview. Yeah, it was somebody, it was somebody from Memphis, actually, a CBS guy. Yeah. And he went on the, he went on the show and just started making all these claims about Pastner. And oh, everybody's just like, you know, came out of nowhere. And then ultimately our players got dragged into it. Like two of our players went out to, to his house they and fucking visited him. It was yeah, like a yeah, Kobe who, who Hadrick and the motherfucker was so manipulative that he kept receipts and took pictures of them at this home. And he basically was like in the, he had like it the pool, teed up. Right? Yeah, it was a Kogi. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Kogi. And oh. he, had it, he had it teed up to then sell them out. So he was building dirt on them. I mean, what kind of sick motherfucker? Yeah, so somehow this guy, Pastner, gave him... Friends. Like, yeah, they're friends. And, and, and everybody knows like, that Ron Bell was also a convicted felon from previous times. He yeah. was addicted to opioids. Pastner saved his life. He now sees Pastner as the savior figure, follows yeah. him, is allowed in the locker room because he's the biggest fan, right? And, and he was also a fan of Pastner at Memphis before Pastner was yeah. protected. Yeah, that's where they had the relationship. It was, yeah. it was Memphis. Yeah. And followed him to Tech. And was truly, like, he saw Pastner as, like, a savior. And I'm guessing, you know, convicted felon, addicted to the fucking painkillers, Mr. Ron Bell, uh, got a little weird at Georgia Tech. And I, I bet Pastner finally cut him out, and he just had dirt. And started to well, some legit dirt, which was like the visits to Akogi, probably buying them stuff, and then there was the um, bullshit, which is the sexual assault allegations. Yeah, and since Pastner has sued him, and I think won. he won, right? Yeah, he won. Yeah, he won. <laughs> so, yeah. But so... anyway, yeah, that was just that was crazy. How did, did how did it? Would, is that the end of it? Was just saying like it's gonna drop on ESPN News and then that was it? Oh no, man! It goes on for another couple of months. Me and him, like he he said, <laughs> wait until you see the biggest GT alum publicly stand next to me. I have two things on my side: truth and proof. Speaking about a poet, Big Lanky D. That's Rob Bell. Man, hats off to you. Truth and truth. And so I said, what does Kenny Anderson have all to do? Uh, have to do with this <laughs> yeah he said kenny anderson was a longtime friend and he knows what's what so then he's like i'm on a jet going to la watching the usc arizona game they're gonna be in the final four this year and i'm just like you are such a fucking dweeb but i don't tell him that I'm like oh man that's so sick <laughs> and so i mean let's let's skip around i said is josh pastor shady he says no comment we lost to Grambling State. I said, something's amiss. He goes, you are very perceptive. You know, the whole thing was this weird thing where this psychopath is stringing me along. Like, I'm just leaving him breadcrumbs. It's because it really, the whole time I'm like, this guy is just an idiot. To catch a murderer with big lanky D. So around around December, I, I, I know Chase the whole time. I think Chase got blocked by him, tweeting at him. Yeah, yeah, he blocked me. Something that Ken Segurian needs to figure out. And at some point, he talked about his wife and her being his rock and me being a pretty smart young man and I, me knowing a smoke screen when I see it, which is really funny to look back at because he was running the fucking smoke screen. And so at some point, January 13th, 2018, I just say, you're full of shit. And uh, he blocked me. Yeah, that, that's what happened. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if he still tweets. Uh, his, what was his, his name? Twitter like, uns- handle un- was yeah. the uns- it's Unsilent Truth. Yeah. And he changed the, the handle. It's N-C-A-A-R Crooks. <laughs> <laughs> Unsilent Truth. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh, oh, man, for whatever gosh. reason in this DM, it says at the top, 100% truth is GT basketball coach Josh Pastner lied to the NCAA and gave NCAA only 9 out of 828 text messages he sent to Bell. And then he says something about supporting the Me Too movement. 
Wait, what? His profile? I wonder what he tweets about. It feels like he's active again. Dude, he's probably not afraid to get canceled now that uh, our buddy Elon's in charge now. So we good. <laughs> we Gucci. Yeah, he's probably. Oh bad. shoot! So while uh, well, Big Lanky's checking out his uh, his uh, Twitter uh, profile. Uh, big things are happening. Uh, we have the new coach. Uh, Keys, you know, cleaning house on the offensive side. Um, next big things are National Signing Day, and then uh, it's the portal, as Dr. Pepper uh, comments right there. Um, NCAA are crooks. <laughs> that's, that's his damn Twitter handle. Oh, geez. Uh so Chase, I don't know if you've taken a swag at potential transfers you'd look at, uh, other than John Kittness kid who's dishing out kitty porn left and right. Uh, who do you think would be a tasty swag at? Dude, I have no idea. <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen anybody entering the portal yet. I've just been wondering who the heck we're gonna have as a coach. But <laughs> as far as positions go, we definitely wanna get some linebackers. I know it seems like there's some steam to Jerron Willis, who yeah. was a freshman last year. This this year, actually. he would, He's the guy that committed to us two or three times. I lost count. Uh, then he went to Ole Miss because he got a bag at the last minute. And now I think he wants to come back and play for us. So Yeah, and I he was know. a 5'8", dude. He's a really good player from Lee County. I mean, he, he's probably a total head case, but at this point – we need some bodies. So I think he's going to come back and he'll probably start. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, head case or not CTE or not. I need someone in the middle who's thumping dude. Uh, with Kyle Afford and, and, you know, uh, Tatum and all them. Uh, I did see uh Clemson transfer. What was his face? Uh, hold on. Two big ones. Uh, some folks saw Dakari Collins who played at Grayson. Uh, He's transferring out of Clemson, so he's announced he's hitting the portal. That's something to look on to. And then um, there was a big uh, Ben Ward. Uh, I think it's like Muhammad or Mumu. Mumu Ben Ward. We we were finest between them, hit them and uh, West Virginia last year for him. He was a DB. Also hit at the pool. Um, I think, you know, similar to the Collins type approach, we're going to go after guys that, or highly rated out of high school and want to go home, right? I think that's the winning program right there, or winning formula, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully we get a punter. <laughs> oh, Shanahan. Oh, Shana shit. Do you know anybody who can kick a fucking football? <laughs> I mean, they need a whole... I can drink oh. a pint of Guinness. You <laughs> <laughs> could have open tryouts or something. Anything but this rugby style going 20 Dude, yards. That's the thing is like, okay... A lot of rugby kickers, they'll they'll do the little half stutter off to the right or left, but hang time is like more than two seconds. Like he lasts, he puts in the air for literally, I could less a fart. Like it just hangs up in the air for two seconds, and you go, oh, hope my gunners are down there. Like and they never are, and you know the return turns out to be fifteen yards or a touchdown. Uh, but. That being said, we've talked about transfers that are potentially coming through that we're looking out. Um, guys, bros, dudes, thanks for hopping on uh, with this late breaking. 
juicy gossip and juicy news that the Georgia Tech fan base needs to hear. Uh, so, well, I, yeah, I know we're about to end, but I, I did take a look at his uh, – I had to go to a incognito mode on Google Chrome. And he had some tweets, like a fucking weird pen tweet about something in the pastor's home. I mean, this guy was a total fucking creep. Uh, Ron Bell, hope you rest in jail. Um, my, my final thing that I wanted to do before we break, my favorite Georgia Tech memories. Uh, freshman Ooh, year, yes. we beat Virginia Tech. Night game, Saturday, Tyron Taylor, they're ranked number four. We Eric Morgan put on his ass. goal post down. Hell yeah. yeah. That was JP's was favorite moment too, yeah. Ah, oh, dude. And we went, we walked the fucking goal post to the president's house. Cog Hill was working with the SAEs. He got us a chunk of the goalpost and brought it back to the house. It was awesome. Cog Hill, what a guy. What a legend. Also, shout out Cog Hill because Cog Hill does listen to the pod religiously. All right. <laughs> but what's your worst moment, Big Lanky? Oh, shit, man. I don't know if I'm ready to share that story with the world. Uh, something about a Buick. No, I, I never had. Relations. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, probably just being at a fucking school where everybody's so much goddamn smarter than me. Um, <laughs> it, it was, it was a tough school. I wasn't an engineer either. I'm not even going to say my major, so I don't get roasted, but, uh, yeah, a lot of fucking smart people. So it was, uh, it was tough at times. Some semesters good. Some aren't. What was your, what was your worst sports moment? Uh, I don't know, man. Like, honestly, I feel like we had a lot of good moments. I, I think, you know, basketball wasn't very good when we were there, but like going down to the Orange Bowl, losing to Iowa and like a freezing Ugh. temperature against in fucking Miami, that, that kind of sucked. That did suck. You had to sit next to Smales, too. So that sucks. Love that guy. <laughs> he does not listen to the pod. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he could watch out. Uh, other other ones we, we could do a whole pod i mean chase probably has the footage on the shepherd rapping at the house and i try to high five him. he sounds like a jackie chan movie um like a jackie chan movie oh oh and then yeah. we gotta find that video that video is legendary fucking going up to the greens greensboro um yeah was it greensboro and watching you know moses and jose take home an acc championship just two years ago man that shit was so fucking awesome yeah. It was awesome. That's yeah. awesome. That Todd Stansberry, I heard that's not the, the last Dude! that. Yeah, that was uh, that was the only time I yelled um, nice things to Todd. Dude, Toad sucks. <laughs> Glad he's gone. Yeah, out of here. Yeah, that was as much as we give crap, Passner crap. We did. He'll never be able to take away that ACC championship, COVID or not. We we hung the banner. And then Moses got sick immediately after when we hit the tournament. So, but that's neither here nor there. Guys, gals, Jackets fans, we want to say thank you for listening and uh, finish D, your beers. D, thanks for coming on. Yeah, it was yep. a lot of fun, guys. Uh, you know, would love to come back sometime. Maybe I'll do some more on the ground research. Uh, trying to find some new stories for you guys to break shout out to all the georgia tech fans out there it's a miserable life but we love it we love the pain we wouldn't have it any other way we wouldn't we wouldn't so till next time have another one for the boys and buy our merch
Out. Later.